0: Hello everybody and welcome back to episode 5 of The Witcher Podcast. I'm your host Danny Newton, joined as always by my co-host Derek Rios. How are you doing, Derek? I'm good, Danny. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. Um, this is a pretty strong episode we have today. Oh, it's great. It's great, yes. I guess we'll start talking about Siri first. Not a lot happens with her, but we do see some interesting things. We're introduced to another magical being in this episode. It starts with The Black Knight, uh, uh, Mm Guard, here, he's meeting
1: with a Doppler, is what they're called. I think the Donus is what he calls himself. Yeah. He refers to himself as they.
0: It's really freaky. He talks to himself in the third person, I am Legion kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the reason he does that is because whenever he's taking somebody's shape, he's internalizing them. Basically, he's making them a part of himself. When we see this guy, they just feed Mouse Act to him. Right. Yeah,
1: he pretty much hires him and they take him to
0: Nelfgard where Fragilla has mm-hmm. Mouseack.
1: Yeah. In a magical cage that saps his power.
0: Yeah. The way they let him murder Mausack. it's almost like the act of killing him lets him look into his soul and copy his thoughts.
1: But later, you see him copy Siri.
0: Yeah. And he didn't kill her. So all yeah, all but... he has to
1: do is like look into their eyes effectively
0: I don't know I just I felt like it was something intimate about the act of murder that allowed him to I actually think he just peer into him. murdering his well, yeah I but mean he definitely does
1: honestly on the level of most fantasy worlds mm-hmm. a doppelganger just the ability to take a shape and form of someone it's really powerful oh yeah but the fact that he gets their memories mm-hmm. and if he doppels someone with powers he actually gets some of the limited powers oh did he uh, they do. Okay. Uh, which Mausack had been drained. They specifically say all of his powers have been drained. I think that's why he didn't get anything. It'd be interesting to see if he did like a Witcher or something. It's really overpowered.
0: It is kinda overpowered. I didn't realize that part. So then later when he does Siri, he should actually get some of Siri's powers or something then. He doesn't think he so. doesn't ever show it though. Yeah. Whenever I was watching that scene, I just thought there was something about the intimate act of murdering him that allowed him to peer into his soul to take his memories from him.
1: So maybe he didn't have serious memories, though. Yeah. I don't know. He keeps pieces of his victims.
0: Right. Yeah, he keeps them like trophies. It's very... Yeah. He keeps pieces of them in jars. I just like the but... fact that he sees Moussack and he's just reluctant. Yeah, this guy's not that pretty. I don't yeah. want to change it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one. I thought I was going to wear him a bit longer.
1: Yeah. He also mentions that they love children.
0: Oh. <laughs> God.
1: Well, who doesn't? I know, right? Kids are great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways. <And> we're canceled. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was the last episode, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us for <laughs> episode five. Uh, <laughs> so... After Mousat gets fed to Doppelganger Demon Guy, it shows us what's going on with Siri. The Elder Dryad is sitting around talking to her lieutenants, like, well, what are we going to do with this kid?
1: The Dryad Council's meeting, and the Queen's yeah. there, and they're arguing. Pretty much the general there, the one archer chick, she just is opposed. Like, this girl's not going to bring anything good. Yeah. She's Basically, she's going to bring trouble. doom on us. They're yeah. going to come here looking she for her. She wants her gone. And the queen yeah. is just more sympathetic to her cause. Mm-hmm. But gives, still gives her the option to leave or stay.
0: Yeah, I got, the, I got the impression from their talk that essentially they know exactly, well, more or less what she is. Whereas you're saying the general wants her gone, the queen looks at it as an opportunity. Like, we can bring her in, train her, make her one of us, and then we would have that power on our side. Queen, Queen Ethne, They do talk to Siri and they give her the option. You can continue your quest to try to find Geralt, or you can just stay here with us. And I'm thinking that she was pretty much on the verge of just staying. Yeah, until Massek shows up, or the mm-hmm. Doppler shows
1: up and convinces them to leave.
0: Yeah. And then she takes poor Dara with her. Yeah, poor Dara. <laughs> <laughs> You would think that even him being a doppelganger like that, mm-hmm. you would think these dryads would kind of sense something was up. You would think there would be something about a magical creature or a magical being that other magical beings would sense because they strike me as people who are more magically in tune than elves.
1: I think a lot of it has to do with the forest, effectively the world tree. Yeah. Sean Kion. They don't make them drink any of the juice, so maybe they just don't. Yeah, really. they didn't, did
0: they? No. It seems like they would have make him, make him drink the juice before he yeah. was allowed to take her. But yeah, I would assume for anybody just stepping foot in, they would have to drink the juice first. One interesting note is yeah. the general. I'm curious because later on in the
1: Witcher series, you there's a, a really big character called Milva. She's part of Gralt's company, and she's associated with the Dryads. And she looks very similar to what the general is. So I wonder if they're going to come back later. They never say her name. Yeah. So and make her. They might recast her or something if they don't like the actress. But I'm kind of curious to see if they actually make her character the uh, Milva, and she goes and helps uh, Grot later on.
0: I mean, maybe. But that's pretty much it for Siri. She's given the option to stay, and we see what become a Moussack. Then Doppelganger Moussack shows up and is like, "Yeah, just come with me. I'm going to take you to. I'm going to take you to He's waiting for you."
1: The one thing I would like to mention is, how do you feel about the Guardian armor? You really get to see it in display this episode.
0: I know what a lot of people say about the Nilfgaard armor. A lot of people say it's scrotum armor. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it doesn't look good. It looks pretty bad. Not even, not just the
1: aesthetics, it's all wrinkly, just the practicality of it. Exactly. It seem That's exactly beautiful. what I was looking for.
0: Yeah, it's not even the aesthetics. It's just, it would take such an inordinate amount of time to make armor like this. Why would you take perfectly easy to make armor to outfit for your companies? Because it would be too easy just to make regular, shiny, flat Normal powdrons and breastplates and crap I like need, that. I need. Every, we need. Uh, we need more wrinkles in it.
1: Yeah, got to have the wrinkles. <laughs> the wrinkles are important. That's at night. The wrinkles, you know, it reflects the light, and that really yeah scares the internet.
0: But I know the internet says it looks like they have testicles on their shoulders and dicks for heads. <laughs> and <laughs> the, the helmets,
1: <laughs> like when you really get to see the helmets in daylight, it looks awful. It's like a little yeah. Leather cap. They don't look
0: good. It's bad. They don't look good at all. Honestly, when you look at fantasy armor throughout other shows, look at the soldiers of Gundor. They are ordained a little bit. They all got the white tree emblem on their chest, and some of them have it on their pauldrons and stuff, but it doesn't look stupid. It looks like their armor was efficiently made because you're talking about armoring thousands of soldiers to look like this, and it takes time. It takes money, and it's got to be a much slower process to make testicle armor for all your guys instead of just regular armor. Uh, maybe it's just the way it comes out, I don't know, maybe it's cast that way, yeah, yeah, you're right they, they these these could be just magically porn and cast or something like that, <laughs> yeah, but it just it looks dumb. That's all I can say about their armor. I know that they're changing their armor aesthetics for season two, are they they are oh, that's good. They're changing the Nilfgaardian armor aesthetics for season two, and they're also changing Geralt's armor aesthetics for season two. Nice. I'm really interested to see what they come up with. Maybe it's just straight, flat black armor, nothing dumb looking, and it looks like something that this economy can produce. We start with Yennefer buying from another mage these treatments. She's trying to fix. She's buying. It, look, it looked to me like she was buying time, because the place is full of hourglasses. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I thought she was buying time because we already know that Unifer is very old. Yeah,
1: is that how they, they keep their age?
0: But that might be how she's staying young.
1: I, he mentions treatments and mm-hmm. talking about her trying to get pregnant. I think that's what she's buying from. She's trying to find a way. Her whole like driving point now is just trying to find yeah a way to get a baby. Uh, trying to fix the.
0: I know the fertility issue. I know that we finally got her motivation for the series right here, kind of. Yeah. It's basically she wants the thing back that she gave up in yeah. order to gain her beauty. She wants it all. Essentially, this episode is she's got to come to the realization that she paid the price. There's some things you can't get back. But as far as what she's getting from this mage, I literally thought she was buying time. I thought she was buying. No, you know, I, I'm pretty sure
1: she's buying the state, those treatments. Okay. So it's for her fertility
0: issues. Okay.
1: The mage is upping the price yeah. on her. She threatens him, and he's pretty much like, where else are you going to get these treatments? I'm right, be because,
0: yeah, we also learn that she is no longer part of the guild. No,
1: she's on her own yeah. freelancing mm-hmm. ever since she fled the last time.
0: Yep. After this, for Unifer kind of cuts over to where she gets arrested for oh, selling magic.
1: Yeah, she's doing magic. <laughs> she... She becomes uh, the love doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Just fixing people's sex issues. Yeah. Um, and then the mayor of Ren comes in. Mm-hmm. And is like, hey, you gotta pay us tax.
0: Yeah. I don't think it's very practical to try to arrest a mage. No. No. It's not like the little force handcuffs or whatever they put on Jedi to try to suppress their power. They don't think they have anything quite like that.
1: No, I'm pretty sure there's normal handcuffs. But she goes yeah. willingly
0: uh, that we cut over to Geralt. Yeah, he's uh he's casting a net into a lake. Yeah, and he's uh, not a very happy person. As,
1: as Yaskier, dandelion. dandelion.
0: <laughs> he
1: happens to come upon him at a lake where Grot's dredging the lake. Yeah, looking
0: for a gin. Yep, because he wants to make a wish because he can't sleep. Oh, how long has it been? Ten years or something like that. No, but he Is actually each other? yeah he actually alludes to how long it's been since they It'd last seen months. each other. No,
1: he just said, it. "What's it been? Two, three months?"
0: Oh, I thought he was saying I thought he was talking in years. No, no, he says two or three months. And he, he also mentions that
1: his love, the the Countess De Stahl.
0: Yeah.
1: He recently split up again. Yeah. His love, the Countess de Stahl.
0: He's very brokenhearted.
1: Which uh funny enough, she's the reason he became a bard in the book. He fell in love with her and started singing to her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's talking to Geralt about what's been going on with him while Geralt was casting this net. You don't look like much of a fisherman. What are you doing? It's like, I can't fucking sleep. There's a gin in this lake. Mm. And Dandelion's like, oh, you mean a, a blue floaty guy, a genie? Yeah. <laughs> a Will Smith? A Will Smith, yeah.
1: <laughs> you got Will Smith in this lake?
0: But he was just like, those aren't real. <laughs> he dredges up the he, he dredges up the genie bottle, right? And... Gralt holds it out. He's like a wizard seal. Kind of like he's trying to show him that he's wrong. Yeah. And Gralt snatches the other side yeah. of the vase. <laughs> uh, Dandelion. Yeah. I, um, I'm sorry. Dandelion snatches the other side of the vase. Pops it open. Nothing they're, they're happens kind of they They're kind of tugging back and forth yeah. on it. Like, you know, just let it go. Let it go. And he ends up, yeah, pulling the cork on it.
1: It's important, though, because Gralt has the cork.
0: Yes. He pulls the cork on it. Dandelion just takes the vase and is looking at it and is like, oh, it's empty. He's shaking it upside down. There's nothing in it. and I can't remember what they're arguing about, but... The dandelion just says,
1: oh, we'll see. It was just fake all along. And then it starts storming and windy. And then he's like, or is it? And then he runs out. And, <laughs> and immediately starts-, starts making wishes. Yeah. yeah, just like first two wishes. Just he blurts out like, oh, I want this guy dead. And I want the <laughs> Countess to love me. And probably mostly nude when she does it. Yeah. <laughs> And the girl stops
0: him, has to like, stop them. Yeah, stop. You only have... You're on your last wish. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes down
1: and picks up the shards of the jar because it breaks yeah, the vessel. Yeah, and it cuts onto him. No, no. It makes it look like he cuts. But as he goes down... So here,
0: here's the thing. I didn't notice the first time. I didn't time. notice what he said. He, he basically was arguing with um, Dandelion to stop making wishes. Yeah, and Danny Lion says something about you want your peace or something like that, and just smashes the thing on the ground. It's like mm-hmm. there, there it is. Yeah, I didn't catch his first
1: wish, so he does his first wish right here, and yeah. I I missed it the first two times I watched this. The yeah. third time I was like, okay, because it makes it makes you think he cut his wrist because he's like, oh, but in actuality, he made his first wish, and he says, I wish I could get some peace and silence. That's when yeah. the genie curses Dandelion, where he can't speak anymore, and it actually puts a mark on his arm. Okay, I didn't catch him saying the words "I wish." He didn't. He didn't have to say "I wish." Anything he wants. It's not like a
0: typical genie where you have to say "I wish." Okay, it's because literally just. If, the other times he literally had to say "I wish." No, he
1: didn't. Later on, when
0: he's in with the guard, he literally said "I." No, wish. no,
1: he didn't. He did not. He go, said, go, "I wish you would burst." No,
0: he didn't actually. So after Dandelion gets cursed, Grawl loads him up because essentially his not friend is is dying. And he rides him down basically to the nearest town. There's an encampment outside this town. It looks like a military encampment. And he's basically, you know, is there a doctor around or something like that? When he's getting worked on by an elven doctor, he's just, the elf is like, this is a magical affliction. I I can't treat this. And he just gives him something for the pain. Sheridan the Elf healer. He tries to help this. um This elf is very awkward. Well, <laughs> he, I... he doesn't want to mention Yennefer. How was there an elf here? Well,
1: you got to think this is before, is it? Throughout this episode, in the background, the end of the next one, they talk about.
0: So Calanthe hasn't destroyed all the yeah. elves yet.
1: The next scene, actually, it actually shows Yennefer and Tess talking about Nelfgard's rise of power. Yeah clinty i guess yeah i don't know exactly i'm sure she had killed most elves by this point
0: yeah that's why i thought it was so strange but this is a different territory oh well yeah i guess so because
1: this kingdom they're in lets people practice magic is tolerant of mages being there okay they mentioned that
0: whenever i watched it, i found odd that there was an actual elf healer here who was Mm -hmm. like in a military uniform and it's like, don't worry, I've been to all the medical colleges and I, I assure you, I'm very well trained and he's just, he's so awkward. But he basically tells Girl, like, look, now I can't fix this. I can give him something for the pain, but he's got to have a magical remedy. Yeah. And sends him to the universe. And he's basically just warning him. She's very cunning. <laughs> I see that one. <laughs> so yeah, girl rides on down the road. And it was at this point, I know this is way off topic, it was at this point literally when I was watching this episode, and I was thinking about all the other episodes we've watched. How old is Roach? Roach has got to be a very old horse. I don't think Roach is that old. Roach has been around since episode one. Yeah. Yeah?
1: That hasn't been that long in Grott's timeline. Roach has always been with him. Yeah, but we don't know how long from Grott's storyline has gone. It's only gone on a couple of years.
0: Okay. Because I was thinking Geralt's timeline was also back no. in the day, too, when Yennefer was actually a child.
1: His, his timeline's only a few years old. The whole Yennefer part was, like, way early. Okay. Because remember, we had that 30-year time jump.
0: See, Roach was well, around. She was
1: with the, uh, the, the queen there, and the baby dies.
0: You're right. I was thinking about it backwards. Mm-hmm. Be- she was before. See, I, I was thinking and about her it her backwards. And her college stuff
1: was pretty early on.
0: For some reason, I was thinking about it as the old king who had the yeah. uh, a fetus baby. I was thinking that Roach was that as was old no. as when they were kids. Yeah, it's the other way. I'm sorry. They ride on down the road, and he comes up onto basically the mayor's house. Thing. Well, it shows Jennifer at the mayor's house, and she's talking to say Saya, pretty much
1: comes back. You know, you've been stirring up a lot of noise.
0: In this dialogue, is actually acting like it was her intention. For Unifer to end up in Nilfgaard. But whenever we watch the council thing going on, it seems abundantly clear that it doesn't want Unifer in Nilfgaard. No, she never wanted her to go there.
1: All Tatea says about it is that the guy that she was courting died. Yeah. And Fragella was down in Nilfgaard thriving.
0: Yeah, because she was radicalizing the shit out of everybody. Nilfgaard's true heir returned. She
1: never actually mentioned her wanting her to go to Nalcor. She just said she wants her to come back with her. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, in this scene, she wants
0: Jennifer to come back. Yeah, yeah. In this scene, she wants her to come back to the uh, to the guild and everything. Mm -hmm. And Teach. Yeah, she doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't want any part of it. She's kind of enslaved the mayor. Yeah. (laughs) When girl shows up, they go down and you run into the mayor's nude. Yes. Apple juice for yes,
1: (laughs) uh, for Jennifer and. It's just a big orgy going down in the basement. Yes, and she's just enchanted all these people, and this just a big
0: and Girl and Dandelion are just awkwardly walking through it, <laughs> well, staring Dandelion, forward. Can't yeah, he's just looking around.
1: <laughs> you see that uh, the enchantment yeah. magic isn't working on Girl. They have a little flirtatious.
0: It's kind of like a um, almost like a rivalry type thing. It was flirtatious to a point. They were also slandering each other yeah. and flirting at the same time. Yes. It's because Geralt has such a passive-aggressive attitude Oh, the grunts him. are great. <laughs>
1: Which he actually did that himself. Yes. That, that was never part of the scripts. That was something that he introduced with the character at one point. I think it said in the first episode, he just added this grunt instead of doing
0: this line. The grunt's <laughs> part of the character now. <laughs> it's part of the lore now. Yeah. Geralt grunts now. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a Geralt that doesn't grunt. No.
1: Unifer <laughs> uh, agrees to heal Dandelion. Right. But also asks Geralt to get a bath because he stinks. And we get the famous bathtub scene.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're bathing in the tub. Unifer comes and like lays down beside him and is kind of like looking at his scars and stuff like that. And he's just like, why don't you ask? Everybody ass? And is just like, well, everybody else is boring. And doesn't ask him about anything that's happened to him. Because why would she care? Because she's a powerful mage. She makes him turn around. She uh hops she she hops in the tub. She is a very attractive young woman. Yeah. To say the least. Very well built. <laughs> um, I'm just saying I just it doesn't do it for me though. Not really. What? It really doesn't. What? I'm just saying you had a lot of character and you gave all that up. I was I was a real hunchback man. Okay. I, I'm so sorry, Danny. A uh, shot, shock jaw. <laughs> I'll go find you the finest of hunchback women. I know, I know. I'm sure there are a lot of beautiful women in Oklahoma. <laughs> it's, it's um, I'm sure one of your cousins looks real good. <laughs> yep. So anyways,
1: <laughs> she finds out that it was a gin that caused this issue.
0: Yes. And
1: instantly just like, all right, Duh. I'm going to use Dandelion as bait. Make him use his third wish. That way she can track Her plot is gym. insane. It is pretty
0: crazy. Even if she could be the gin vessel, I-, I would either think she would explode. There's no way that she could actually use its magic. At the very least, you think it would just possess her and use her as a shell. It does. Yeah. It does.
1: It actually. does start yeah. to. She pretty much enchants Geralt. She she actually
0: Yeah, she takes him
1: down. Yeah. Enchants him and gets him to run around the town wild and do <laughs> yeah, assault people. Yes. And he ends up in jail with the elf, which I don't it doesn't what, say why he there, what the there was um
0: who did he uh who did he whip with a belt? Some he literally shopkeeper. Yeah, there's there's some like, shopkeeper. pretty much everyone <laughs> on the council in yeah. the town. Basically everyone she didn't like. Yeah.
1: Everyone that she hated that was trying to kick the mayor out of town and get rid of her.
0: Yeah, because the elf got locked up, too. Yeah. Because he came to town to stop him from becoming a pawn or whatever. And he ended up getting locked up with him. Mm-hmm. And the elf is just telling him, like, yeah, you're running around town, what, naked or something? Causing damage. You beat a shopkeeper with a belt. <laughs> and-
1: <laughs> kick some guy in the dick. Yeah. This is a um,
0: long list of shit. He's like, yeah, we're pretty much going to be executed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guard goes back in just immediately, and he's like, oh, I didn't think they would build the gallows that fast. <laughs> yeah.
1: And you see here, he figures out that
0: he was the one with the wishes
1: all along. Mm-hmm. He makes his second wish.
0: Yeah, the guard's
1: is, just beating him. The guard's beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And uh, ask him what he wants. Make your last words good. <laughs> yeah. And he says, I want you to explode. Not I wish. I want you to explode. So yes. I'm like... The typical genie. You have to say, I wish. Mm-hmm. And unlike this, it's just when you say something. It's whatever something, you truly want you at truly that time. You truly want. It will happen. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's had bursts. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's great.
0: Oh. After that, him and the elf get free, and he goes upstairs to confront Yennefer.
1: Well, Who, Dandelion's this, argument, Dandelion yeah, woke up.
0: He woke up and got the fuck out of there. <laughs> Dandelion wakes up and like, did with a naked woman on his bed mm-hmm. and it was like the did we do did we uh i, I think i would remember this <laughs> she starts coming on strong to him it's bad it's just it's... make your wish yeah <laughs> the gin shows up the gin shows up just because she starts busting through the incantation and summoning it to her. Yeah, she's trying to pretty much make her
1: womb the vessel for the gin. Right. It's bad when Line, a hot naked girl, comes on to
0: him. And he's like, this nope. bitch is crazy. I nope. got the fuck out of here. I really wish I could be far <laughs> away from here or something yep, like and that. He's, and she's like,
1: <laughs> well, he made his wish. All right, right, gen, Get in my fucking vagina. And uh, he's leaving and Gralt's like, oh, I gotta go save her. I, I told her that I would help her.
0: Her taking this gin into her body, though, This was right up there with some exorcist shit. She's starting to bend and contort in weird ways, and her voice is starting to change and stuff like that, her eyes just turn into just red Well, that's when the djinn
1: possesses her.
0: Yeah. And the djinn's actually telling Geralt to make his final wish. Yeah. Tells him to make his final wish. He can have anything he wants. He Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be a witcher anymore. He could be a normal guy. He could be a normal person. He could be a girl. I mean, yeah, or a girl. We don't judge. Whatever. Which I wonder wants. if
1: I wonder if the wish would actually work on Jennifer's uh, womb cuz I don't think it would have. I don't think it would have either cuz that was all magical that denied her. I don't think she could possibly. It, she could it have makes adopt me a wonder baby. it
0: really? makes me wonder what the limit of a wish is. Yeah. After watching this episode. I don't
1: understand why she couldn't just
0: adopt. I think that's essentially what it ends up becoming though. I think before this series is over, she's going to end up becoming an adoptive parent of Siri too. That Geralt and Unifer are just going to end up being kind of like her adopted parents. Geralt makes his wish. Geralt does make his wish. And it doesn't tell us,
1: but we kind of figure it out the next episode.
0: Well, or do we? We do. Well, I don't really think we do. It like, doesn't say specifically what he said. But no. But
1: we know that he says- It's implied. That he wants to save her. Right. He wishes to save her. I don't know exactly how it words it, but it makes it to where it pretty much kind of binds them together. The roof starts caving in, and the mm-hmm. her reports them to the
0: basement, and, and when they start to... She gets a uh, garalting. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: the elf and dandelion kind of... Oh, man.
0: The, the, blu- elf just, the blue-balled elf, man.
1: His soul being crushed. Dude.
0: <laughs> Not even friend-zoned. Loved her in his own mind. She, she probably doesn't know who he is. Doesn't know he exists. It'd be like seeing some girl online and like I love her. <laughs>
1: i over here donate some chicken on yeah. OnlyFans
0: and being like I yeah. don't know why this girl
1: hasn't married me. Yeah, yet. <laughs> this like stripper it's so loves weird. Me okay? I, I've spent so much money so on her. So weird. <laughs> Anyways, that's the episode. Yeah, but that's in the episode. Oh, so he finally gets some sleep. Yeah. Finally, after yeah, after that's all he needed, man pretty sure he probably tried banging like some women and
0: i mean it might have been a long time since the last job it been a long time since he's seen dandelion that's where his money comes from that's where his booze and women come from maybe he just uh he needed it he needed to sleep what would you think about this episode overall
1: it's good this, this is great
0: i love the gin i love dandelion's interactions where he just
1: runs up makes a wish and then i love before that where Gralt's like, oh, did you sing to this, Countess? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what are you trying to say? He's like, well, you're, you're singing kind of like a pie with no feeling. <laughs> with no feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. <and horrible>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, to a bard that is that's, very, that's like, yes. very insulting.
0: <laughs> oh, that it was a pretty good episode. There's a lot of interesting stuff in it. I hate mouse that got killed. I didn't know more about his character. I loved everything that went down with him getting killed. His shape getting stolen and stuff like that. I liked everything with Unifer. Um, I love.
1: I just love that we finally get timelines merging together. Yeah.
0: This episode was very much less disorienting than The first watch through, others.
1: this is the episode where stuff starts to make sense. Yeah. You see the timelines and like, oh,
0: okay. Now yeah, I know you, you where, start to get it. Where they were at. Mm-hmm. I liked the magic in this episode. The magic was on point. The fact that they were making wishes and... I I was
1: a little disappointed the route they went with the gin. It never really shows it. They really could have done a lot more with Will Smith.
0: I know. (laughs) I know. I mean, I think it's because the test screening did so bad, they basically just kind of CGI'd him completely out of this one. Poor genie. Maybe they can (laughs) uh, dig up Robin Williams. Yeah, maybe. It was like a little sliver of Robin Williams' ghost. It really was. But I I like that um, the wishes weren't exactly what you intend. To me, that is how wishes kind of are done. I mean, honestly, in D&D, you never trust a djinn. No.
1: Anytime you make a wish with a djinn, he's going to fuck you. Like That's his sole purpose is to screw you over. Yeah. If you wish, like, I want a million dollars. Here goes a million dollars, but it's on fire.
0: Right. (laughs) You want this giant chest of gold? Well, to the bottom of the ocean. Here you go. And teleports to the bottom of the ocean, Mm -hmm. right? I like the the wishes are double edged swords. He made Dandelion shut up, but he also almost murdered him. I guess the one that didn't have any ill effect was the guard exploding. Well, it <laughs> had
1: ill effect for the guard. It had ill effect for the guard. <laughs> this definitely still wasn't a good wish. It was good for Grawl. He didn't have to. to out.
0: The genie didn't have to screw Grawl out of the wish. Yeah, that's that's a lot of it too. I think um, if you're a genie and you have this kind of power. And somebody wishes for something like that, you got to screw them.
1: Well, that's he, where I think he wished to save her, but he entwined them together. I really in the next wish episode, that. We see more, like, I better not together.
0: say that I really wish. Yeah. All good. Oh, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want something bad to happen. I would love to know what the actual wording of his wish was.
1: I don't think it matters. What matters is what the jinn did. What the jinn did was tie their yeah. fate
0: together. Yeah,
1: as we see in the next episode. Mm-hmm and you find out a little
0: more about it. Overall great episode. Two good titties. <laughs> That's my <laughs> rating. <laughs> two, stars. 2
1: stars. Actually, I'm, actually you know it's what? 2 that stars for every time they appear on of screen in
0: this episode. <laughs> there is really all over the place. 10 out of 10. Woo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the
0: best episode. Now. Thanks everybody for joining us as we break down another great episode of The Witcher. If you like what we do, make sure that you hit the thumbs up button down below and subscribe. And tell us what you think in the comment section below. As always, I'm your host, Danny, joined by my co-host, Derek. Bye. See you later, guys. Bye.